everybody. You have found it. It is the Loftus Party Podcast. have so much to get into today. So very much. You got yours truly over here on the East Coast, over here on the right side of the country. You got the Liberty Gimlet somewhere. Who knows what camp she's chosen for today. The Blue Ridge Mountains, Utah, Los Angeles. Where are you, where are you broadcasting from? Um, we'll just say an under, undisclosed location that's now back to being America. That Okay. So you're at, you're at base camp. You're at base yep. camp, you lucky. So here's what's been going on. I feel like I owe everyone a bit of an explanation. Uh, so I'll just I'll, we'll just get through this quickly. Um, as you know, uh, I write on a show for Netflix. It has not come out yet. The idea is we would make ten episodes. You know, then get them edited and do the closed captioning for all the different markets overseas, yada, yada, yada. And then they release them all at the same time. We got seven of them done before the lockdown. We got seven of them done. So now uh, we have safety protocols in place and all this all this stuff that we have to do, which, which remind me, I, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about this new industry that is springing up that is the Wuhan safety team, the coronavirus safety squad, which is a very dangerous place to be. So anyway, I feel very fortunate that I, I'm able to go back to work at least for uh, a couple weeks to get these last three episodes done of this uh, television show that I write for. So that's great. It has put a, a bit of a cramp. It's It's making... Everything a challenge right now. We we uh, I'm still in touch with the NYPD. That that is all still going. We we had a GoFundMe back in the blue for a, a little act of kindness for some cops who desperately need it out here on the East Coast. So I haven't I haven't dropped the ball on that. I I'm I'm still going uh, full steam ahead with that. We're just finalizing some details, and I'll keep everybody. In the loop as far as that goes, uh, the, the YouTube that's been a bit that's been a bit of a of a challenge to keep to keep uh, the YouTube videos up and 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 funny and, and all that stuff. So I, I'm just glad you guys are are here and and bearing with us. I was I love I, one of my favorite things legitimately is doing the Wednesday night uh, live stream. On Facebook, I, I honestly look forward to it, and I couldn't do it last week. We were at the studio, we were working. It was a night shoot, and I just couldn't. There was no way for me to do it. I'm hoping to to start that up again uh, this Wednesday because that's it's it's great, and I love it, and it's super important to me. So, the good news is. Uh, you guys have been going to theloftestparty.com. Uh, there's some new people posting there. That's fantastic. Everyone, just keep it cool. You know, it's it's upbeat and fun. I want to know where you guys party. I want to know what you do for a good time. I want to know what kind of movies and all that stuff. It's not all politics, you guys. Uh, politics is a is a wonderful. It's a it's like a necessary evil. I don't even say it's a wonderful thing, but it's like, why are you here? What do you really want to do? Never lose focus of that. 
So it's been crazy busy. There's uh, a couple more weeks of production, uh, and then I'm back to it. But everything that from the from a numbers perspective, it's things are going very well. Facebook's definitely dialing us back. Facebook, but I feel like that's just a matter of as long as you guys, the people who listen to this show and and are are interested, the people who are subscribed to the YouTube channel and and all that good stuff, as long as you guys keep uh, sharing the videos and we keep interacting, there's really nothing, I mean, there is something they can do, but like, I really don't feel like you can stop a, a, a big giant ball of optimism. It's, it's, there's just too much wonderful stuff happening. So I just felt like I needed to explain that to you guys and, uh, and say thanks because we're doing okay. We're doing okay. And it just keeps getting better, which just adds fuel to my fire, which just makes me want to work harder and have more fun. And really, I, we're trying to create this thing where it, it is just 100% fun. We are on the right side of history. Our way is better. We are more inclusive. Uh, and I just don't see I don't I don't want to get ahead of myself. I don't see how I don't see how this race is even close at all. I really don't. And then we should start off. I just want to get this out of the way of the the news that happened uh, overnight in in Los Angeles because we raised this money from the from the backing the blue thing to do just a, a nice thing of, of kindness. You know, hey, you don't have to worry about your meal today. We the Loftus party took care of that. The cool people. The wonderful, sexy heathens at theloftestparty.com took care of your meal today. All three shifts, you guys. That's that's why we that's why we went for the the bigger number. I don't want to do just the day. I want to do the the people who work overnight and the people who are there in the early morning. Those are the guys. And it was it was the late shift, uh, I believe, last night in Los Angeles. Uh, this is horrible. It's horrible. But. Uh, They've, they've got the kid on tape. Some kid just walks right over. There's two police officers, or maybe they were sheriff's deputies or sheriffs, but... They were LAPD. Bla- okay. Just a black and white cruiser mm-hmm. uh, sitting by a train station. Some kid just comes up, assassination style, just pop, 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 shoots them both in the head. So that's horrifying. That's horrifying enough. That someone feels that, like, I can just walk up to a cop and assassinate him. That's just, that that should be enough. Then they take, last I heard, we're recording this on Sunday morning, just so you have, for the listeners, just so you know where we are. We record the show on a Sunday morning. So, last I heard, they're, they're both in the ER, fighting for their lives. The LAPD, or the Sheriff's Department, or whoever, uh, had to tweet out uh, a few hours ago, and it's it's just unbelievable. It's just I want to get I want to get the exact uh, tweet here. This is this is from the L.A. County Sheriff's Department. This is eight hours ago to the protesters blocking the entrance and exit of the hospital emergency room, yelling, "Quote: We hope they die." referring to two L.A. sheriffs uh, ambushed today in Compton, uh, do not block emergency entries and exits to the hospital. People's lives are at stake when ambulances can't get through. 
to the protesters chanting, to the protesters yelling, we hope they die, we've crossed we've crossed the line. We we've crossed a line here. And I hate to say I told you so. I hate to say I told you so. Gimlet, do you remember the conversation we were having last week? About uh, uh about which Steve one? Scalise, about Steve Scalise. Yes. You know, they they made out here's the here's for years now they have tried to make out people who support Trump as, you know, we're subhuman, we're evil. How can you support him? You Nazi, you scum, we're anti-fascist. And now the police are taking the brunt of that. The police are taking the brunt of that. And to, I I just can't even wrap my, my brain around it. Like who, who does that? Who goes to the emergency room where they're being treated and starts chanting, we hope they die? Good Lord. That is, uh, that's, that's monstrous. It's just monstrous. These people have families. The families are coming. You find out your wife was just shot. One of the, one of the, uh, the cops is, is a mom. She's got like a six-year-old. And like mm-hmm. what her husband's coming to the ER and he has to try to make his way through these freaking animals. And that's what uh, it's animals. It's animals. You can't. I'm I'm so uh, like just pissed. I'm just pissed off about it. And like this whole. Uh, I mean, you, you have to stay within the, the confines of the law and everything. And you can't go completely bonkers like I want to. Like, I would go, oh, my Lord, if I was in charge of L.A., if I was in charge of America, if I was Donald Trump, if I was sitting in the White House, you guys don't even you don't even want to know what I'm capable of. I would lose. I would lose in 2020 because I'd be going off right now. I would be going off. And like you think about this whole Black Lives Matter protest and and it's not even a protest. They had friggin. Uh. They were talking about it on on Fox News this morning when I woke up, and it's just like I had had an interaction with some uh, a friend of mine on Facebook, and I was being rhetorical, and I asked, "What do they even want? What what do the protesters want?" And then uh, the person on Facebook was like, "Hey, stop talking so much and start listening more." And I'm like, "You don't know either, do you?" Like, obviously, I, I forgot to use my rhetorical font. But, like, listen, you can't, we can't survive in a world without law and order. Unfortunately, it's the police. Unless unless Black Lives Matter has an idea to, like, replace the police, to do something else. But, like, that's, if you don't have the police to defend your place of business, to defend your home, to assist you in that, to watch your stuff when you can't be there to watch it, you got nothing. And this is just, this isn't uh, about, this isn't about Black Lives Matter. It's, I I can't get, this is, it's anarchy, man. It's anarchy. This, This is just people who, just want to rip everything down. They just want to watch stuff burn. I don't know where 
you you sit in on this. Yeah, yeah, chime in. Chime no, in. No, this I'm... is this is Black Lives Matter and this is like history repeating itself. Um you may recall in 2014 um two officers were ambushed and killed uh in New York City, Rafael Ramos and Re- Wen Jian Lu. Mm-hmm. Um am- ambush killing shot while sitting in their car eating their dinner in Bed-Stuy. After that, and and I mean, I worked with a law enforcement advocacy agency after that point, and I was constantly posting things about officers killed in the line of duty. Um, We had the Dallas killings after that. We had an ambush down in Louisiana after that. If Joe Biden and Kamala Harris do not come out and full throat, very specifically condemn Black Lives Matter, I'm done with that. they do not deserve power. And let me let me if, ask you if, this. If Donald Trump can be asked like on an almost a weekly basis to condemn neo-Nazis and white supremacists and all this other garbage. And Richard they, Spencer by name. Richard Spencer by name. Uh, David, David Duke. Duke by name. Okay. I want you. to hear them say it or they do not deserve power because we are going to find this happening over and over and over and over again. We had record killings of police officers in 2015, 2016, 2017. Yeah. I had totally forgot about the uh, the one in Texas. I totally I, – that's I, – I completely forgot about the one in Texas where the cops were there. There was some other freaking protest and the, and the guy – and that was a – that was early on. That was uh-huh. early on. But I'm totally with you. I'm totally with you. I don't, I don't want to hear – I don't want to hear some empty platitudes about already happened about crazy. Oh, really? Paraphrase it. I'm sure you don't have the direct um, quote. Joe Biden's tweet: We condemn senseless violence. No, okay. you no. condemn Black Lives Matter. Yes. Listen. Identified themselves at the hospital. They said who they were a part of. You condemn them now. I am 110% uh, by that. And you can go back to, and we've got it up at theloftestparty.com. You can go back to where two of the organizers, one of them is being interviewed. And I got the whole, the whole thing's on videotape. Early on, one of the, one of the big head honchos at, at Black Lives Matter is like, we're classically trained Marxists. We are trained Marxists. It's like, it's their words. It's their words. So don't feel like you're putting some kind of uh, uh, words in their mouth. It's Marxism, and they, they want to rip things down. If you don't have – I guess I, I don't want to get too soapboxy here. But you guys, you get it. You get it. It's not like we want the police just for the, for the sake of having police. It's like, oh, we need the postman. We need the dog catcher. No. The, the, the fundamental thing with America, we're all equal. We're all created equal. We're all born equal. We all get an equal chance to to make our way. And one of the things that we have is my property is just as important as your property. My rights are just as important as your rights. And when when people start going around assassinating the men and women who who keep that right, who are just that's that's the, the job of police to make sure people aren't messing with your stuff. 
first and foremost. That's the primary role of government. Keep us safe. Protect us from the bad guys. Protect our, our property and our liberties. That's it. And it's gotten so out of whack. It's gotten so out of whack, especially with uh, the whole, uh, you know, COVID thing and the lockdown. And I'm sure people are are bored, you know, and it's not going to stop. It's it, 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 This is funny. Trump brought this up at some event thing. I didn't realize I didn't realize it had gone into action. I knew he had threatened it. But I guess he did a and you probably know more about this than I do, uh, Gimlet. The the freaking I guess he did an executive order where if you're caught ripping down a statue, it's an automatic 10 grand. Mm-hmm. And that was it for the statues. Right? It seems right. like so far. It's like well, I thought it was, it was like, 10 years in jail. And ten grand. It's it's oh, it's okay. massive. Ten grand and my <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's the ten and ten. It's the Donald Trump ten and ten. And then magically, mystically, they stop trying to rip down statues of uh, George Washington. They stop trying to rip down uh, statues of Tommy Jefferson and the gang. And I've been saying this. I did a video on YouTube. Here's the solution to Portland, and it's you got to arrest people. People need to be arrested. Now, here's what I want to do. I went to bed thinking this last night. It would be fun, and this is I'm, I'm not I'm not proposing anybody do, does this, but it, if I had if I had the means and the time, I would go uh, full Batman in Portland. I'd go down to Portland. I would watch and I like from the rooftops. Right, I got like a grappling hook and binoculars and stuff. I'm dressed all in black and. I watch the protest, and uh, I find somebody who smashes the the window of a building and goes inside and grabs something. So then I pick out one of those people. I pick him out, and I'm just going to say him. And then I follow him home. So now I know where he lives. The next night, when that person leaves his house, me and my buddies break in and just take control. And just seize everything. Seriously. And then when the dude comes home, I'm like, no, you don't live here anymore. This is me. This this is now property of the All Lives Matter movement. And then, uh, you know, we just take what we want. We hang out for a while. We have some beers. Who knows? We might redecorate with some sledgehammers and just completely ruin that person's house. And then we leave. And then we go to a protest and we, we find somebody else. I think... That's what I want to do because like that they don't they're so stupid. They're so just absolutely stupid. This is like Occupy Wall Street, but with violence. And it's not going to end until people go to jail or understand just how wrong their philosophy is. You don't you're not going to help anything by smashing other people's belongings and stealing and looting and just setting fires. It's just you're just bored dumbasses. Did you see the kids? Uh, I think it was in the the New York Post. These super, there's like six or seven of them. These like super affluent super rich. kids, yeah. yeah, just bored, just bored. Well, I mean, if you look fun. back at the late '60s, they were a bunch of white super affluent kids too. Yeah, yeah, like what Heirs, the weather burning underground? Don't burning. Yeah, the weather underground. Yeah, I'm getting you know. Uh, and it, and like that dude, one of the guys from the Weather Underground, just so to remind you, uh, 
was the guy who convinced uh, Obama to run for public office the first time. He also raised the crappy DA that's ruining San Francisco. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we I have thoughts on the wildfires, too. I have some thoughts on the wildfires, too. We'll get to we'll get to all of that. But But um, I just want to say I just want to say and this is you I I will take all the hate for saying this. At least the guy who ambushed officers Ramos and Lou had the decency to shoot himself. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, I, uh, I, I want the manhunt. I want, listen, I want people to go to jail. I I've, I've been saying it for a long time. And, and that is when you stand idly by, when you stand idly by, like, like the, like Ted Wheeler, that worthless hunk of garbage, and you don't do anything. Uh, over a hundred days of of riots and protests. A hundred days. They made him move. He, yeah, they tried to burn him alive, and still, instead of arresting no. them and trying to establish law and order, he's like, "I'll move." Did you do you know what the Trump administration actually did, though? What? This is like pure genius, and Tim Tim um, Pool's been reporting on it a little. It because apparently things there have calmed down because the feds deputized the Oregon State Police, who then went in and arrested people like the the real agitators on federal crimes. That is that's what it's going to take. People getting sorry, you get you get snatched up. And uh, oh, I just don't. Well, I mean, do you follow Andy Know It All? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, the pictures he posts of these losers that are arrested. I just put that. I saw it. It's Andy. Uh, no, it's it's NGO. Like the Mr. I think it, I think Andy now is on yeah, Twitter. Like yeah, Vietnamese. But yeah, those I I put that at theloftestparty.com immediately. That woman's facial tattoo. It looks like somebody had a just held onto a sharpie, uh, and, and just, just had drew some on kind her. of and just had some kind of seizure, and just it's like awful. there you go. There's your tattoo. You guys have. You guys have to see it. I mean, but everyone he posts is like this pasty white person or a dude in a dress or a woman that thinks she's a man or somebody who has a history of pedophilia or or sexual assault. I mean, they're just a bunch of effing losers. With too much time on their hands. Absolutely, but no wonder they can't get a job. Look at them. I don't think they, I I honestly don't think they want a job. Listen, we have to, we're going to jump back into this. We've got to take a break. Uh, And and I I would say pay some bills, but I don't get the money from these commercials. This this is, that's all just, I don't know who gets that money. (laughs) We're going to play a couple of ads and we'll be right back. as a college student, but as a strong leader, allowing you to earn the rank of second lieutenant. You will be eligible for full tuition, merit-based scholarships, and develop leadership skills essential for your future. Start strong and enhance your college experience. Visit your campus Army ROTC representative today. To find out how you can earn up to a full tuition scholarship, visit GoArmy.com slash podcast to locate your closest ROTC program today. Army officers inspire strength in others. Paid for by the United States Army. 
This is Derek's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. After the third time jump-starting my car, I finally realized my battery was dying. So I stopped by O'Reilly to have it checked. They tested it right there in the parking lot. It was bad, real bad. But they helped me find the right battery for my car and even installed it for free. Now my car starts like new. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Fantastic. Uh, we were talking briefly over the break, uh, the, the gypsy and I, about her comment of like, uh, at least the guy who killed the other cops had the uh, the, the good nature or whatever to, to kill himself. And hey, I am, I'm all for this. This is, this is why, listen, I'm, I'm pro death penalty. I'll say that right now. But like, you got to be 100% sure. Like, one, you got to be like 100% sure that was the person. I'm all for the death penalty. I'm also for uh, penance and being penitent. Like, whoever did this to the cops in L.A., I would love to hopefully catch him. Hopefully he doesn't off himself or herself. I don't know, though. The footage is, is kind of grainy. But, like, it's like you go to jail. Go to jail. And then I want you to... Over time, just learn how what an absolute horrible thing you did. Now, my jail is going to look far different, I think, from your jail. But it's like I was talking about the Portland people. Like, I'd love to break into one of the Portland protesters' house and just take over their stuff. I think that's a lesson you're going to learn in jail. It's like uh, you took – you were very cavalier about trying to assassinate two people. You were very cavalier about trying to end their life and take everything from them so i want you to learn that lesson in jail every day i want you to have a couple of like good days where wow there was there was mac and cheese and there was there was chicken at the cafeteria and that i'm gonna work out today and then later uh, i'm gonna do some stuff me and my buddies uh and then i want you to come back to your cell and have all your belongings gone and and then get attacked and think this is it. This is the end of my life. What have I done? What have I done? And I want you to live through that. And then I want you to continue wow. on with your life and then get comfortable again and start thinking, you know what? I can kind of make a go of it in here. I can figure this out. And then I want it to happen again. And I want it to happen again and again and again to you until you understand that life has value and what you did was wrong. That's my idea. Well, and from the videotape, it looks to be a fairly young man. Yeah, it's and that's ugh, I don't even want to go down the hypothetical road because there's there's other stuff to talk about. There's yeah, I but here's here's the one that I that I had that I thought we would put this in the A block. This is the most the most important story to me this week. And that's what we do. That's, you know, the most important story goes up front and then you leave stuff like, you know, Captain America posting dick pics on Instagram for the C block, which is a real thing, you guys. Okay, here's the big story. The uh, the Department of Justice goes and they, they want to talk to everybody on the Mueller team, uh, the people who went after Trump, knowing that there was nothing there, knowing there was nothing there, but they still went after uh, Trump. 
uh, and people associated with the Trump administration. These people are, and this one drives me crazy. They they hand in their cell phones, almost almost thirty cell phones from members of Mueller's investigative team, and they're like, "Yeah, I accidentally uh, erased everything." Yeah, then they have multiple excuses. Yeah, um, I put in the wrong code too many times and it wiped itself clean. Yeah, I accidentally dropped mine and I think it broke. Yeah, really? What are what are the odds, you guys, of 30 people, almost 30 people, I guess the number right now is 27. It might get up to 30. 27 uh, college-educated professionals who work in investigations and they're trusted with state secrets. 27 people? Oh, oopsie-daisy. I'm so sick of this shit. I'm so... Mm -hmm. This is what Lois Lerner did with the IRS. And yep, yep, I'm bringing back the IRS. And you know what? I'll say another thing, and pardon my French, but fuck John McCain. John McCain's office was the guy who was, they came up with the idea, evidently, to go after, oh, make it tough for these uh, these grassroots guys to get the, the nonprofit status. We'll go after them with the IRS. Use the IRS. So that's that was so Lois Lerner. Oh darn it! Oh, I lost the email. Then the new head of the IRS comes in. Oh darn it! Shucks and wazoo, we lost all the communications. Oopsie daisy. And then it, so it got swept under the rug twice. And then, and this is why, and people just don't understand it. This is why everybody was chanting "lock her up" in 2016. Hillary Clinton, we need that server. We need it. We need to see what's on that. We need to see if you were hacked by a foreign country. We it's for it's for national security purposes. Oopsie, oops, I lost them, you guys. Shucks. Oh, what the hell? And well, so and now, deleting emails while she was under subpoena. Yeah, you, you've yeah. been subpoenaed. Oopsie. Oh darn it! I think I deleted those. Oh, it was nothing. It was just some yoga stuff and some wedding stuff. And here we go again. However, this to me is 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 the mother of all crimes. And I, I'll, I've said oh. it before. I'll say it again. This is the American people, our system of government, our constitutional republic. It was Hillary Clinton versus Donald Trump. The people of the United States of America chose Donald Trump and some unelected officials from the FBI and the CIA and the swamp decided they didn't like that outcome. So they set up to frame him. And now uh, when they're getting in trouble, oh, oops, I put in the wrong passcode, you guys. Did you do that too? I think all 27 of us accidentally. It's infuriating. It's infuriating. Well, oh. it just goes back to the old adage, they always accuse you of what they do. So they were yeah. trying to figure out how to charge Donald Trump with obstruction of justice while they obstructed justice. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they go after Trump for the Ukraine thing. Oh, no. He, de he definitely implied a, a quid pro quo. He definitely implied it. And then you have footage of Joe Biden. And I told that prosecutor... You're not going to get the money unless you drop the charges. What? 
Oh my goodness. So that one, and this is, this is, I'm going to get back into the philosophy of what I'm doing here. You got the 27, that, that, that's outrageous. That's outrageous. Now, if I'm angry as an individual and, and, and the Liberty Gimlet is over there, she's angry as mm-hmm. an individual and you're listening to the show angry as, an, there's not much we can do if we're angry as individuals, but if we're sharing the stuff, we're, we're telling people about the podcast and the website, blah, blah, blah. There's 32,000 of us now on Facebook. I want to get that up to 50,000. I want to get it up to 100,000. I wanted to get it up to half a million. I never want it to stop growing. And then, then we got a hammer. Then we have right. a hammer. If a absolute boatload of us decide to do something, wham, there we go. And we can make some noise. It was like the little backing the blue. I don't want to. I don't want to demean it, but like the backing the blue thing. I wanted to do something good for the police, but it was also a, kind of an experiment. Like, okay, can will this work? Can it? Do, and it does. And it does. So that's that adds fuel to my fire. But I want. Listen, I want. I want anybody. It's like the guys like Tom Cotton and Devin Nunez. I want to give them an add a boy. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Your votes depend on it. And then I want to go at people like Lindsey Graham and say, uh, what's up, Lindsey? What's up? What are you doing, guy? We're watching. A lot of us are watching. I'm speaking about that new book from uh, Bob Woodward that's making the rounds. Wait, who told President Trump that was a good idea? Lindsey Graham. Oh, God. Yes. Lindsey Graham was the guy telling Trump, I think you ought to do it. I think you should talk. Hey, have a sit down with him. I'd do like 18 hours of it. Listen, it's it's politics and people are human beings and people hold grudges. And I think Lindsey's still hanging on. And who knows? Listen, it's very suspect. Again, we were talking about remember last week we were talking about it. Lindsey Graham was supposed to interview some guy uh, about the Mueller case and the FBI and blah, 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 blah. And he kind of hid it from the rest of the Republicans on the committee. He's like, I got this all by myself. It looks shady. That looked shady. And then Lindsey Graham, and I hate doing this. I hate going after Republicans, but this is what I want to do. Like, you have to be an honorable person here. And you're taught you're you're convincing. You're telling Trump it's a good idea to talk to Bob Woodward. Are you are you crazy? Are you nuts? And it looks like it's it's much ado about nothing. But still, uh, yeah, that I kind of I, I heard a Rush Limbaugh's comment on it. What did Rush like, say? So you talked to President Trump for eighteen hours, and the best smear you got was something that I didn't want people to panic. <laughs> was I don't want people to panic, which he said repeatedly in public for the next several months. Yeah. The thing yeah. that bothered me, the thing that bothered me to no end that's supposedly in that book, and it wasn't attributed in the write-up, is General Mattis, after he left, coming back to DNI Dan Coates after praying at the at the National Cathedral and saying, we might have to do something about him. He's unfit for office. I'm like, dude, you are happy as a pig in shit 
when he gave you carte blanche in the Middle East to take out ISIS. You disagreed over Syria, which, oh, by the way, have not been annihilated. Yes. <laughs> um, you disagreed over Syria. You left. And you just came back and said, what? That screams sedition to me, sir, if that actually happened. It's, uh, it's. I do not like this stuff with the military. I'm telling you, it's bad, bad juju. It it is. Uh, I don't like that. And I I think I'm still optimistic that the vast majority of of uh, the men and women in the military support Trump. And hopefully they're not uh, uh, falling for all this insane BS. I just well, I'm I, heard, back. I heard the rumblings that the like the enlisted guys all kind of get that the the top brass and the, the Pentagon people are kind of interested in. What uh, Eisenhower warned us about, the military-industrial complex. Yeah. So. When you mm-hmm. have – and this is, this is the, the bigger problem, you guys, philosophically, with, with the right and the left and conservatives and, and liberals. When you have people who think that big government is the solution and they all work for big government and big government I think is the number two – it's the second lar- – the federal government is the second largest employer in the United States, I believe. I think that's the case. I think Amazon just just beat them. Mm-hmm. You're 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 going to vote for your fellow Democrat, your fellow liberal, because the Republicans are going to come in and go, oh, we need to cut some jobs from this. We need to tighten this up. So it's in your own best interest as an individual to keep feeding that machine. And when there's a there's the same danger is, I think, inherent in the military with you. You want you know, I want to be very careful with my words here. You want to be able to be deployed overseas. You want to be able to go, yeah, I led the blah, blah, blah in Germany. Yep, I was in charge of the ding, ding, ding in, uh, in you know, South Korea. Yes, I was over in Syria. And, and then, oh, my goodness, if, you, if you're coming up with plans and you've got to go rescue somebody or take somebody out or do X, Y, and Z, and you're the guy who put it, that puts you on the fast track to success. That's how you move up the ranks and become a general Mattis. You're a guy who goes in, kicks the shit out of people, gets stuff done, and everybody loves you. That's you, We need that. We need that. However, the danger is you want to keep that going. You want to keep that going. It's like General Patton. If you guys have ever seen that movie, Patton was bummed out because World War II was going to come to an end. He's like, ah, oh, someday this is going to be over. It'll be over. And it's like, yes. And it's it's a catch twenty two because that's that's who you want. You want those. I will freaking ball up my fist and knock the crap out of you. That's who you want for your military. But you don't want to have to use it all the time. And when Trump's like, "Yeah, we," uh, oh my gosh, he's he's getting he's working on peace in the Middle East. You got these nations who who are now recognizing Israel. It, you know, he's getting us out of that conflict. He's he's wiped out ISIS. Like, hopefully, things are cooling down and there's going to be less opportunities. And if you're a military guy and you want to get fast-tracked, the, the last thing you want to hear is, yeah, we're leaving there. We're going to be leaving. What? We're closing the base? But I thought uh, that was my whole plan. I was going to go over there for two years and bing, bang, boom. And I'm definitely not trying to demean people in the military. You know I love you. You know I care about you. But you got to be honest where that is 
that's a that's the inherent danger. You want to keep going so you can prove your worth. And now let's uh Well, did you see the Atlantic completely beclown themselves? What have they done now? What's the new one? So a second person nominates Donald Trump for the Nobel Peace Prize based on the Serbia Kosovo deal, right? Yeah. yeah. And they just decided we shouldn't give out the Nobel Peace Prize. Anymore. That's right. It's like uh, it's it's the classic. I'm going to take my ball and go home. Uh huh. That's just how juvenile. Well, they should stop giving out the prizes. They should stop giving out the prizes. Oh, I had a comment. I was listening. Uh, we were talking about the Woodward thing, and, and this is this is to me. You guys can use this, and I would hope you would for the people uh, in your circles on Facebook and everything who are like. You know, how many lives could he have saved if he would have been serious about it? And, da, 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 da. and then uh, your your silver bullet for that conversation is like, and how, how sick is uh, Bob Woodward? You got this information, you're doing these interviews, and instead of and instead of shouting from the rooftops, oh, it's worse than anybody thought. No, what you do is you lay back. You want to lay back. Yeah, yeah, according to you, uh, thousands and thousands of people are dying, but you're going to lay back because your book doesn't come out till September, and you want to sell more books. That's like if he really, if he really had the goods on Trump, he would have been screaming it from the rooftops from the very beginning. Of course. And of and this course. is the thing. This is the thing that I don't see. Think that it's and it's crazy to watch people like bite on this stuff. Every single time. Oh, the Mueller report. Now we're going to get him. Oh, the Trump Russia. Oh, now. Oh, he doesn't like the military. Now we're going to get him. Oh, the Atlantic says this. Now we're going to. Oh, he called these guys losers and suckers. Now we're going to get him. If you can't see. And this is why I put it. I put it up again at the loftusparty.com. Our friend Cheryl Atkinson has updated her list of media mistakes in the Trump era. All having mm-hmm. to do with tr- Donald Trump, it's up to like one sixty of just it, it's it can't be it, it goes back to the, the the phone things with Mueller. You expect me to believe twenty seven uh, people just accidentally erase their phone? Do you expect me to believe that the the, the mainstream media has made a hundred and sixty some odd mistakes in their reporting about Donald Trump? That ain't those aren't mistakes. That's a pattern. And and you 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 just try to enlighten people and tell them it's like listen I know to you you view me as some kind of Trump bot and oh he can do anything and you would never ba 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 which which of course isn't true but it's like when you're on the other side for me and you're you're just accepting like ginormous lie innuendo rumor unproven false all of the above when you keep falling for that and you're protesting in the streets about it and you're having marches about it hey you need to wake up friend you need to wake up maybe we're not the crazy ones maybe we're the enlightened ones who truly boy i I really i i cannot tell you i want i want trump and the conservatives to win this election so bad, it's just, I'm a little nervous about the vote by mail thing. Hopefully they're shutting it down. 
state by state, but I saw where the, the, the Postal Service just came out with a statement. We're ready. We're ready for vote by mail. Why is this the one thing they won't listen to Dr. Fauci on? What, what, the the vote by mail thing? Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks have both said if you can go to Walmart and you can go to Starbucks, you can go vote in person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that yes. But, I mean, we're supposed to listen to everything. Anthony Fauci, patron saint of Remdesivir, says. So why won't they listen to that? Uh, because it, they want vote by mail for ballot I harvesting. I, oh yeah, I know I you're know. being, you're being rhetorical <laughs> with, with that one, but yes. And it's so, uh, to me, once again, insanely blatant and obvious, uh, but you need to convince the people on the other side. Like it's one thing to, to preach to the choir, but it's another thing to like convince the, 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 in incredibly uh paranoid and delusional people and the, and the, it's like you know if if you're if you're talking to a a person who's like acting crazy and they're super mad and they're having a scene the last thing you want to do is say like stop acting crazy cuz then they, <laughs> they just go nuts you got to be like okay what's your concern you have to be like really calm about it and then help them reach the conclusion that you reached. You're like, wow, just doesn't that seem weird? It doesn't seem weird that we can go to the grocery store and that's fine. And they're not dropping like flies. Isn't it kind of weird that we could, you can go to uh, a restaurant and, and you can eat and take your mask off and that's all fine. You can be in there for hours and, and you're okay. But somehow if you, if you, if you mail, isn't that weird that they would say the, the voting place and hopefully they wake up and reach the same conclusion. Okay. We got to talk about, uh, the, 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 the fires, uh, in the West coast. I'll spend a little bit of time on that. Uh, this coronavirus passport that they're doing now. Oh yeah. Hold the phone. Listen. I've not heard about this. Listen to these ads. And we'll be right back. We're going to knock your little sweet cheek panties off. The world has changed, and Microsoft Teams is there to help us stay connected. Teams is the safe and secure way to chat, meet, call, and collaborate. To learn more, visit Microsoft.com slash Teams. Look, it's hard being a Democrat. You got to make tough decisions like, do I vote for a socialist who'll destroy the economy? Or do I vote for a socialist who's totally insane and who'll destroy the economy? Well, for the rest of us, here's an easy one. Donald Trump. It's a fact. In Trump's America, more people are getting a paycheck than ever before. Six million new jobs in three years. That's one new job every 12 seconds, 250 an hour, and $3 billion in value every day. No wonder the guy's filling stadiums. Trump ain't raising the bar. He is the bar. It's payday. Keep America great. Stand with Trump in 2020. We 
are in the third segment, the C block, as they call it, in the biz. Hey, I, I don't want to forget to say this, uh, and I'll update you guys next week. Looks like uh, yours truly might be doing another stand-up special for our good friends at Fox Nation. What? I don't want to count my chickens before they hatch, but it looks like uh, that could be happening. Okay. We're going to try to get to uh, the wildfires. There's so much to discuss, you guys. There's so much uh, great stuff. We're going to try to get to the wildfires. We're going to try to get to that Netflix show, Cuties. We're going to try to get back, uh, try to get some PlayStation versus Xbox stuff. We're going to try to talk about uh, Captain America's wiener. <laughs> but we're good. Oh, I'll, I'll say this. There's so much. It's going to be a grab bag. Not not Chris Evans wiener. But, <laughs> but uh, September 11th, uh, the, the lights did get lit up. It was very weird in New York. You had two, like, competing memorials. Just horrible, horrible, horrible. But someone showed... A piece of video, and I, I tell you, I could watch it every single day. I could watch it every single day. Was George Bush throwing out the first pitch at the Yankees game right after September 11th? The crowd is going nuts. Bush is wearing a flak jacket underneath his jacket because they thought he could get assassinated. There an abundance of caution. He goes out there and just waves to the crowd and then just right down the middle. Just the best pitch. It's it's the and I think the Daily Wire was was where I saw the video. It's like the 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 best opening, the best opening pitch in in my lifetime that I've ever seen. I get emotional. He didn't throw like a girl like Obama. No, no, he did. Well, Bush, (laughs) I, I think Bush was uh he was an owner, part owner of the Texas Rangers. He's got a, like a lot of baseball in his past. I think he may might even have played at, at Yale or whatever. But it was a solid pitch, and the crowd just went crazy. And then you see there was other clips that people were showing, like Sammy Sosa. Britt Hume tweeted out this thing, Sammy mm-hmm. Sosa, right afterwards. just Because he would do the thing where he would just come flying out of the dugout and go into center field and he'd run into the outfield back and forth. And he was carrying the American flag and the place was just going bonkers. And then you had the NFL players just coming out, taking the field, America, red, white, and blue, old glory guys with a flag in each hand. And you're like, that's what the flag stands for. That's why we get mad when you kneel because the, the, the the flag is that it's a joyous thing. It's unity. It's like when things get tough, we all come together. That's the spirit for me of our flag. That's why I don't like mm-hmm. it when people burn it. That's why I don't. Let, so anyway, uh, that is what it is. So here here. So now we're going to venture into uh, 1984 land. We're going to venture into this real Orwellian. So I was telling you guys at the beginning of the show. Uh, I'm back at work just for a couple weeks to finish up production. And there is, and it's, it, it you got to be very careful here. And I really want to give this a, a lot of thought. So it's a lot, there's a lot of money at stake. It's a, t- it's a big studio 
yada, yada, yada. And you want to use, you know, all the care that you can. So I had to take an online course about safety and masks and differences and viruses and this and that. And then what my responsibilities are as a writer and producer and blah, 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 blah. And who, like, it was a, a long video that I had to take a test to prove that I had learned it. And then every day before I go in, I go online and there's like a, a questionnaire that I have to fill out, which is just to me like a common sense thing. Like the questions are, do you have a temperature? Do you have a temperature of blah, blah, blah? Are you not feeling well? Have you been coughing? Like seriously, who who needs to take a test online for that? It's like who is sitting around going, wow, I have been coughing all night. I have a temperature of 101. I think I'll still go to work, even though we're in, like, who's doing that? So anyway, as I'm, I've had to make two different accounts for two different online safety things. And I have to, there's printouts and there's, there's tests. And it occurred to me as I was doing, I'm like, wow, somebody's making some money. Somebody has uh, slapped up a website. And they go, well, here's the safety measures and, and here's the quiz you have to take. And you, you have to answer these questions. And if you answer the questions correctly, then we'll send you an email that says you're OK to go to work. And when I think the questions are quite obvious and kind of ridiculous. However, if you're a big business and you want to get opened back up, you've got to you're, you're going to go to this person and go, hey, 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 how much for a website? Well, to do it this fast and to do it this, it's going to cost you X, Y, and Z. There, people are going to make, and I'm sure they already have been, they're going to make a fortune off this thing. They're going to make an absolute fortune. So now there's a, a financial incentive in keeping this going, right? Like, oh, you're worried about your kid not getting back to school. We'll call our tutors. We're going to have a tutor who can online meet with your child one-on-one -on -one, and in the time of this pandemic. So there's a lot of money to be made. And I'm, this, this goes beyond the cotton swab industry and the Ziploc mm -hmm. bag and the PPE and all this stuff. It gets worse. Already our, our liberties are at stake, our freedoms. We're losing our freedoms. And people say that kind of stuff very loosey-goosey and I always like it, it gets good to get into specific here's what they're doing in the UK this is from uh the telegraph the uh the NHS what is that the the national health national what? health service national health service in England they have an app and that's being set up to be used as a coronavirus passport and they're rolling it out Later this month, once you show you have a negative test results, you can start, you, you get to have more freedoms. So if you go through negative their system, test result doesn't mean anything the minute you take it. Right. Right. Oh, my God. However, they can get you in the office. They can get you on the app. They can trace your movements. They know what you're doing. They are in your life, and then if you prove to them that you don't have the Wuhan by taking some some flipping test that may or may not be accurate, well, then you can go. You can go to this event. You can go have dinner here. You can go to the pub. You can meet your friends. That is 
That's the slippery slope. Can can I just say this? Yes. In light of the research around reactive T cell immunity to COVID nineteen. Ooh, yeah. Making me horny. Um, you you could have up to sixty percent of your population that is not really going to get sick. What you should actually be testing people for is reactive immunity. Because there I mean there's no I mean, I guess the test kit will be making money for the government, but I mean they have complete socialized medicine in England. There's there's no profit for hospitals and doctors and labs in this. They get what they get. They're all government employees. Well, I think they want the information and they want to be able to track people's behavior. It's like that um, the the thing they do in China with the the social the points the point system. If you break this law, or if you are you know a bad person and something, then you don't get the 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 freedoms that the rest of the Chinese people do. And this is like in England. Hey hey hey! You don't you if you don't get our test if you don't get our test you have to stay home. You don't get to be free unless you take our test. And then it's one little hop, skip, and a jump away from you don't get to do anything unless you take our vaccine. And that's where we're going to have problems. You, you have to have this app on your phone. We have to be able to trace your movements. You have to take this vaccine or you don't get to enjoy the freedoms of society. And that is where we have a problem. And that and they're already like I did a video about it. Uh, they canceled Halloween. In Los Angeles. They tried. <laughs> they had to take it back. Oh, Halloween's still canceled. They're going to let kids trick or treat. But that monster, that monster lady from the uh, the health department, who's not even a doctor. She doesn't even have a medical degree. I think she's a doctor of something else. She's still saying it's highly discouraged. But let, you can't. You can't have a party. I don't care if you're. If, you could be outside in a parking lot. Outside in a parking lot. Everybody's social distance. Nope. You're not allowed to do that. Do you want to have a haunted house? Haunted house where everybody's socially distant, people are wearing masks, scaring each other? Nope. Can't do a haunted house. You want to have a festival? People can come up one at a time, play a couple games, maybe win a jack-o'-lantern? Nope. Can't have a festival. No parties, no festivals, no haunted houses. And we're still discouraging children from trick-or-treating. It is, uh, they, they want people to be miserable. And then I really think they're going to hold out apps like this as, uh, well, if you can prove you're negative, then we'll let you do this. Well, and it's this, uh, this whole vaccine business is, uh, and I, I say it, I say it now, like I'll never take the vaccine, but you have to really be honest with yourself. If someone told you, you will lose your job. You will not, you will not be able to work in the insurance industry. You won't, you, you, you won't be, you won't be able to work. You won't be hired unless you have this app, unless you have this vaccine. I think people would do it. I think people would do it. It's really odd um, to see where people push back. You know, I was thrilled on the 4th of July when people in L.A. were lighting off the fireworks. And I was thrilled that the people of L.A. were like, hey, that's B.S. Kids got to go trick-or-treating. And so they kind of acquiesced. But listen, 
They tried to cancel them. They tried to they tried to cancel the 9-11 tribute in New York because they said it was too dangerous for workers to set up those lights. It's too dangerous for the workers to set up the lights. Are you kidding me? It's 47 lights or I'm sorry, it's uh, it's 48 lights on top of a parking structure in Manhattan. That's too dangerous. I'm I'm no, putting they just on don't my want, they just don't hat. want they just don't want Americans to remember when we all liked each other and when we all came together. Amen to that. Well, That's... here's what I don't understand. And okay. and I legit and, and I get a lot of feedback on this on my social media, right? Because yeah. I live in America. I was out at a restaurant last night. It was packed. Our cases are declining. This thing seems to take a, a predictable curve, like globally. We are way behind the rest of the free and first world countries in sending our children back to school. We know that these tests are way oversensitive and they're picking up virus that can't cause it, can't cause illness or be transmitted. Yeah. Like, why are people in New York and California and Pennsylvania and Indiana and, and these other states just going, this is ridiculous, and go do what you want? Because uh, I think they feel alone. I think they feel alone. And it takes a special kind of person to have the courage. I'm not even kidding. To have the courage and the chutzpah and the huevos just to go, you know what? We'll, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to make it happen. Like that lady in yeah, Texas I I, who, who's like, I don't care. Uh, 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 go ahead and find mm -hmm. me. And they did. They tried to throw her in jail. That chick is super mm -hmm. brave. She's super brave. The gym owners in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We need there more of that. There is no scientific reason for any of this anymore. You, uh, you're preaching to the choir. I just, I really... Uh, don't see it other than there is a, an agenda. And here we go. Conspiracy theory, Mike. That no, your L.A. lady said it. What? what the well, L.A. We lady. We really got to see what happens after the election. Yeah. Yeah. On it's, tape. It's, yeah. It's, it's the mm -hmm. right track, wrong track misery index. They just want people yep. to be unhappy and i i and evidently they want yeah let's keep attacking cops and let's make sure kids can't go back to school regardless of what what it does to them developmentally let's not let kids uh trick or treat like yes i know they push back on that but their idea was yeah let's not let's not let them do it and then oh we won't have the 911 tribute it's just like and i and i want to be very careful here uh you see things being pushed and and normalized or attempt to be normalized uh, for the life of me. I don't. Uh, that is who I will say this. Uh, the wildfires in L.A. That's just a horrible just gear shift transmission drop. I saw I saw some uh, pictures some satellite pictures with a map overlay on them. It's for everybody screaming, it's global warming, it's global warming. Mysteriously, uh, the fires all end at the border. There's no... Mm. It's like... Weird! 
Canada, I guess, and Mexico. They don't, uh, they don't have a problem. They don't have a problem. And uh, I would just say it's kind of hard to believe that uh, the, the same anarchist Marxist movement that has no problem uh, running around and trying to end the life of two police officers. I don't, I don't think they'd have a big problem uh, throwing some uh, explosive devices and some arsonist type stuff. I don't think they'd have a problem setting fire. They burn everything else down. Yeah, they seem to be. But uh, I mean, Michael Schellenberger is the best person to follow on this stuff because you can't accuse him of being a climate denier. He was named like climate hero by Time Magazine in two thousand eight. He yeah. actually went down to try to help the Sandinistas. He is of the left. Okay. Yeah. But he apologized in a book called Apocalypse Never for the apocalyptic climate movement, and he had an entire thread on how California has just gone completely wrong on forestry management for a couple decades, and this is the inevitable yes. conclusion. So Yeah. Yeah, people, you should uh, take a look at, at, at that because that is uh, – those have been my findings as well. Like mm-hmm. the last batch of fires, the, the, the Department of Land Management was given California the heads up. They were – they've been ringing the alarm for years and years mm-hmm. and years. Like, it's going to be bad, it's going to be bad, it's going to be bad, and boom, here we are. Oh, All right. And it looks like Oregon's chasing you to be just as bad, so. Imagine that. Oregon is, mm-hmm. uh, it's beautiful. Washington State, Oregon, just mm-hmm. unbelievably gorgeous. We'll leave you with this. Uh, be careful, you guys. I'm, I'm, I fully support... Uh, two consenting adults sending each other nudes, I'm all for it. If you want to put on a show for that special person in your life, go for it. Get as freaky as you want to get. Be careful. <laughs> Be careful. And Don't course, hit the wrong image. I'm talking about Captain America's wiener. Uh, I guess uh, Chris Evans, and no, I don't have the pictures up at the the loftusparty.com, nor will I. I'm very, listen, he's the victim of this. He was trying to do something. He was the victim of himself. Yeah, I guess he was trying to post a video on Instagram. Now, on his camera roll on his iPhone was a picture of this and a picture of that and selfie here and selfie there. And one of the images was... I'm I'm only I can only assume is was his wiener. Uh, in silhouette, tastefully done. <laughs> I think that was an accident. I just think he had the flash off. <laughs> so anyway, a couple I'll say this. Hey, uh Captain America, uh that's a, that's a you got you got a nice you got a nice wiener there. That seems uh, completely normal. I don't think you're in any uh danger. I'm going to give you the okay to go back to work on the next advent, uh, Avengers. But uh, but it's it's out there on the internet. So ladies who are listening, and if you've ever wondered, boy, I wonder what his wiener, he accidentally put it out there. And it does look accidental because... It does look accidental. And yeah. um, we now know, as I said yesterday, Cap has a helmet and a shield. <laughs> Indeed. So, All right. Yes. It's not going to get much better than the Gimlet's helmet joke. I love it. You guys are fantastic. Thanks for subscribe. Thanks uh, for subscribing to the YouTube channel. Thanks for being active with us on Facebook and sharing. It's an uphill battle, 
but we ain't giving up. Somehow, magically, mystically, we're still growing. And let us know. We love having guests on the show. Who would you love uh, to hear on the podcast? So uh, leave a comment at theloftestparty.com in the comment section uh, when the when the podcast is up. Let us know who you'd like, and we'll reach out to them. We'll reach out. We'll try to get him or her on the show. All right. Have a great week, you guys. You're fantastic. Uh, stay sexy. Be sexy. Peace.